Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. The UW-Madison Department of Food Science is hosting two consecutive ice cream workshops this month. The first course focuses on business aspects. The other focuses on manufacturing techniques. One of the course instructors, Professor Scott Rankin, shares some of the details with us. In the frozen dessert world, you know, the, the winter is kind of a relatively slow time compared to July, for instance, right, where everyone's eating a lot of ice cream. So in the winter, it's a good window for those interested in, in learning about ice cream manufacturing to spend, to put some investment in their training. So um, we hold really five different courses in ice cream manufacturing, a, a technology conference. Uh, we hold courses that speak to sort of the retail side of things, like, like the business side of, of, of um, being an ice cream entrepreneur. And then uh, we have some courses on manufacturing too. So how do all these systems work? Ice cream is a super complicated food. So we offer training and and how to manufacture frozen desserts, uh, not just ice cream, but you know gelato and custard and um, sorbet and sherbet, things like that. Who's coming to these? Is it people that are operating dairies or is it people interested in starting a business? Who's, who's coming? Yeah, so we have two programs. One's um, you know, it's kind of like a, a, a business course. It's not kind of, it is a business course, you know, like how big of a plant do I need? Like how many, how many flavors should I have? What kind of staffing needs do I have? So, so it goes through kind of a business plan elements for those entrepreneurs who are seeking to get into the ice cream business. The other course this coming January is, um, is really focused on, um, so once you kind of have a business plan, you kind of know where you want to go and, some basic parameters, you still don't know how to make ice cream. And so you'd come here to learn, uh, and really it's open to anybody, but typically people who are, who, with whom the course resonates best are those who've kind of done some homework. Maybe they love making ice cream. They're, you know, they're at, um, they've made it at home or bench top or something like that, but they need to learn how to make it legally and large scale and so forth. And again, these are business people. They're entrepreneurs who are seeking to understand how ice cream freezers, commercial ice cream freezers operate, what, you know, what, what, they, what they manufacture, how they manufacture, and things like that. So the ice cream equipment, you know, it's not inexpensive, but you can come here and you can, it's kind of like going to a driving school. You can drive, you know, a Porsche, a Ferrari, a, you know, you can drive all these really sophisticated, well, not cars, but here, ice cream freezers, and really take them around the block several times. We make well over 100 batches of different frozen desserts, and so that really helps people feel comfortable with like, okay, okay, I can do this here, so I know how to do it back in my own shop, so to speak. So that's that's the purpose of coming here. The courses are actually quite small. We cap the enrollment at around 12 people, so it's very kind of hands-on, right? So, it's very, so there's no place to hide. There's no, I'm going to sit in the back of the lecture hall and listen. No, you're, we do a little bit of lecture, but the, for the most part, we're in the manufacturing plant, uh, making ice cream on these different freezers. And just to recap, these courses are, jan- they're back-to-back. One's Jan January 10th through the 11th, and that's the one that's uh, focusing on the business aspects. The other is January 12th through 14th, and focusing on the manufacturing techniques. Will you also be talking about licensing? We 
discuss elements and content relative to the regulatory scrutiny that plants will be under. And we have people from really all over the world come to these programs. So it varies tremendously, you know. So if you're in Wisconsin versus Iowa versus Hawaii versus, uh, you know, Europe, you know. That, so we do, we, we cover it in a broad enough manner that you understand that it's a weighty topic. You need to sort through with your own um, whatever regulatory structure you're under. And we do provide some support after the course to, like, to help them navigate through issues in their relative state or country or otherwise. So indeed, we talk about licensing and regulatory compliance and you know, making safe food and things like that. Yeah, and you said these these are small classes. So is it first come, first serve? Yep. Yeah, indeed, indeed it is. So um, they're designed to be small, right? They're designed, you know, probably listeners here probably, you know, uh, you know they're, they're on the farm and and uh, they know a lot about the farm, right? And if you were to train somebody to do that, you wouldn't want a class of 50 people showing up. You'd want two or three, right? So we have two or three people here per freezer, and we have about four or five freezers that they operate under. So typical courses are around 12 in size, and indeed, it is first come, first serve. And, you know, you mentioned the farm, a topic that we've been talking about at the Midwest Farm Report, both messages coming from the Wisconsin Farm Bureau at their recent conference, also Secretary Vilsack, diversifying income on the farm and different ways to do this. And, you know, one of these is having a value-added product from your milk, you know, making ice cream, for example. Is this kind of why you're offering these? You know, I, we've had a long heritage of making ice cream and training people on frozen desserts. So this goes back really decades, and some of our first programs were on frozen desserts. And so, you know, Babcock Dairy and Babcock Ice Cream are just part of our blood as such. And so we have um, had a long history of research and act activities like that in frozen desserts. In fact, if you go on you know, onto Amazon and Google the book Ice Cream, well, it's written by one of our faculty members. So it's, it's kind of in our blood to do stuff on ice cream. And I think it fits well into, you know, from an agricultural view, like, like um, ice cream uses a lot of dairy, right? So it's very, it's, it's enriched milk, right? So... Whereas with native milk from the cow, you know, have a certain composition, you know, ice cream is in many cases a two or three times that in terms of dairy components, you know, protein, milk fat and things like that. So it's very, it's like rich milk, right? And the other advantage to ice cream is that, you know, you can freeze it and shelf life of, you know, 12 to 18 months. So it's a good way to like park uh, milk, uh, to preserve milk. and. And, and for a lot of populations, I mean, um, at my age, of course, I'm, I'm watching calories and caloric intake carefully, but, uh, you know, I was younger and I was, you know, super active. You couldn't eat enough, right? And so ice cream is one of those few foods that I could eat and feel full for at least a little while. And uh, so it's a very rich source of protein and vitamins. And, you know, so it's, you know, indeed, it, it's a very, it's a comfort food. I mean, I'm not going to pretend about that, but it is also highly nutritious, right? It's a it fuels a lot of all the good that Wisconsinites do. Let's talk about the investment now. How much do these courses cost and what does that cost include? Yeah, they're, they're not inexpensive. I mean, I mean, you know, um, courses here in this sort of a subject where it's not a lecture course. So it's not, you know, you, you could not do this course online, for instance. So it's not a series of lectures. We have some lecture, but soon enough you're, gear, you know, putting on... Um, um, you know, a hairnet and a, and a gown or a lab coat and rubber boots and you're in the plant. And, 
And that's an expensive view to get. And so the courses, uh, the, the, the business only course uh, is around $600. The other ones that deal with ice cream are right around the plus or minus around $1,000 uh, per person to attend. So, and for that, you know, you, um, you're, you'll walk away. Um, we, what we say is that you're here to gain confidence, right? What ice cream freezer am I gonna make? How am I gonna make my mix? Um, what flavors? How do I make these flavors? How do I make unique flavors? What freezer am I going to buy? What should the plant look like? Those are expensive questions, but I feel that after a, a week here, you're gonna walk away with a pretty strong sense of confidence to say, well, wait a minute, I, I, I know the answers now. And I've not only read about it, but I've seen it and I've touched it and I've worked with it for three days and I have a pretty good sense of what those decisions should be for my own business. Anything else about the courses coming up here in January that I'm not asking you that you think people ought to know? Well, I think one you know interesting aspect of frozen desserts is there. It's a great medium for flavors. So um, while if you were to ask me, my personal flavor fa favorite flavor is vanilla, which sounds pretty boring, but but um, we make some of the wildest flavor frozen desserts. I mean, avocado, olive oil, um, bacon ice cream. Um, curry ice creams, uh, so this wide variety of flavors. So we teach, we teach the principles of how to make flavor systems behave well in frozen desserts. And then it's fun just to see people learn those principles and say, wait a minute, I mean, I could make it with this? And then by all means. And so we, we see this really impressive array of different flavors of ice cream. And that fits well into our kind of our culture of you know, developing foodies where we don't, you know, it's wonderful to have vanilla ice cream, but don't you also want to try the more complicated, sophisticated, unique flavors? And we teach that. And, and I think after after the second day, people in the course kind of get into that groove and they start start really getting the idea that they can make a wide variety of different flavors of ice cream and different inclusions and variegates and things like that. And so it's a really fun course. Uh, so that's, I guess, another thing I'd say about it. It's not all just... Uh, you know, it's not going back to school and oh, I've got finals this week. It's not like that. It, indeed, you're going to work, but it's also really um, kind of compelling to make successful frozen desserts in a wide variety, different, wide array of different flavors and colors and things like that. Well, that just leads me into my final question for you. We are America's dairy land, but not all ice cream has a, a dairy base. Is that something you guys explore in these courses too? Maybe using, um, I don't know, alternative dairy products or plant-based products to make ice cream. Yeah, so in the U.S., ice cream has a standard of identity that points towards dairy ingredients. So so to, to quote-unquote make ice cream, you're knee-deep in milk and cream and things like that. But, uh, but to expand it from ice cream to frozen desserts, well, indeed, if you go to the supermarket, you'll see soy and, you know, um, rice and, you know, a wide array of different... Um, materials used to make frozen desserts. Those aren't ice creams though, right? So, um, but indeed we see a, a, an interest in them. Um, we teach kind of the principles of manufacturing frozen desserts and those are based in physics and chemistry and engineering. And if you know those principles, you can make, you can, you can make anything, pretty much anything freeze well, right? And so, um, so, you know, I guess my personal favorite is, you know, certainly ice cream, you know, as it's traditionally made. But uh, the principles that make ice cream well can be applied to about every any other, you know, ingredient or protein or otherwise that you'd want to freeze. And 
So, and I think there are some healthy permutations. You know, we have one group that made they make uh, they their, their business is all lactose free. So they, so for those with lactose intolerance or you know, the, all their products are lactose free, which I think is a healthy permutation on the theme. And and um, so again, the principles are all the same though. <laughs> they apply just because that's the way nature works, and they can be used to make manufacture successful frozen desserts of a wide variety. That's Scott Rankin with the UW-Madison Department of Food Science. For registration details, visit www.dairyfoods.wisc.edu. Or you can call 608-265-2729. Again, 608-265-2729. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.